0: Welcome to the Thriving Practitioner Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston and I'm here with my friends Sarah Padula. How are you doing, Sarah?
1: Doing well, Jamie. Thanks.
0: Awesome. And also here with Brad Martin. How are you doing, Brad?
2: I'm doing great, man. It's awesome. Another morning.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna kind of jump right into our topic here because I think it's really, really important um, to understand, to be able to realize when this is you're hitting this this kind of wall, but we're going to talk about burnout today and especially, specifically burnout for caregivers because it happens all the time. And sometimes people just push through it without ever trying to deal with it and, and face it. And so I think it's really, really, really important that we kind of cover this. So Sarah kind of lead us through this.
1: Sure. I wanted to start, um, we found some interesting statistics, kind of caregiving by the numbers mm. that I thought were even, even working in this business for many years. I was still kind of shocked by some of these, these numbers, but just to kind of give you an idea of, of how many people we're talking about who may be susceptible to burnout. Um We're looking at 43 million people, nearly one in five Americans service, some sort of unpaid caregiver. Mm. Um, people are spending up to 24 hours each week caring for someone that we love. Um, two in five caregivers consider their roles to be highly stressful, which means that they're just basically a a sitting duck for burnout. And then this was kind of shocking to me that 17% of those who are caregivers describe their own health as fair or poor. Mm. Um, You know, that that 17% who would describe themselves as having failing health is just astonishing to me because here you are a person who's Giving in this highly stressful environment, your own health is, is not well. And you're putting 110% into caring for someone else. Yeah. Um, And so it's, it's. You know, you don't have to be a paid caregiver. You don't have, that doesn't have to be your Monday through Friday job. If you love and care about a family member, a friend, a neighbor, um, for those of us who who do it in a professional setting, you know, this includes us as well. But, you know, if you love and care about an aging relative, a friend, a neighbor, again, this is this is you. Um, mm-hmm. So, I again, I think that, that 17% of us who are caregivers who are um, in failing health, you know, that just goes to show you that you know, how, how real burnout is Um, and just the amount of Americans who, who are doing this, you know, you hear a lot about kind of that sandwich generation where it's, it's middle-aged people who have children, but who also are caring for their parents too. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's a real, it's a real thing. And many of us are susceptible to it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I I know for myself, I'm watching, you know, my mom kind of go through this. My dad, dad was diagnosed a while back with Alzheimer's, um, mentally just really has declined, you know, and it is just, and and my mom's there with him every day, all day, Mm -hmm. very seldom gets time to herself. And it's the same thing every day over and over and over again. It's that monotonous, you know, Mm -hmm. life. And so it's, it's been a real challenge, you know, for her to, to kind of deal with. So yeah, it it is a real thing. And then for those professional caregivers too, I think Mm -hmm. you're still caring. It may not be your, you know, world you may get to go home, you know, versus a caregiver that's dealing with, you know, like my mom, but you Mm -hmm. still have to take care of yourself and, and not get to this point of burnout. So Yeah. Yeah. Guys, what causes burnout?
2: I mean, I think that oftentimes it's, it's overwork. Um, Some some of the causes in the research are a a lack of adequate supports, Mm -hmm. um, taking on more than one can handle, um, whether that's work, school, interpersonal stuff. Um, I feel like most often, when I think of professionals that I've worked with that have really struggled with a situation of, of burnout or when I've struggled myself, um, it's usually when, when you know the storm of life creates three or four different things at one time that maybe you weren't anticipating. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you thought that little bit of extra work you were going to be doing or a little bit of extra something you agreed to would be very easy, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm you mad. just kind of wind up in a situation where you're doing more than you can do. and then you don't know what to do, and depending on our personalities and how we manage things, like sometimes we're not willing to make a change. We're like, I'm, you know, I can do this fine. I'm okay, mm-hmm. um, until eventually you're not. I, I feel like it kind of sneaks up on you, <laughs> or yeah. at least it has to me. Um, and then poor, poor self care, which I. I I don't like the way poor self-care is phrased in some of the research because it's like, you know, well, I'm making a decision to not eat right or I'm making a decision to do this when when in reality we we don't have time to because we've agreed to right. do too much at one time. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah, and there's real reasons why we we struggle with those things. I mean, they're they're yeah. not they're not insignificant. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think for, for all three of us, you know, Sarah and I are both Enneagram twos, the, you know, the helper, um, and then Brad, you're the Enneagram three, the achiever. I think this is something we definitely, um, have to watch out for because we will Mm -hmm. take on more than necessary. (sighs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's crucial. So let's jump in. Let's jump into the symptoms of burnout. So so people can if they could hear these and say, man, I'm here. What do I do about it? You know, you know. So let's get into those symptoms.
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, there's of course mm-hmm. a, a physical set of symptoms. These are usually the easiest to identify. Mm-hmm. Um, they can include you know loss of energy. Low energy, feeling tired, you know, feeling easily tired, you know, usually when a, when a night of sleep would last you a good 10 to 14 hours, you know, just feeling easy, easier to fatigue, um, getting ill frequently, frequent illnesses, um, the stress um, can cause our immune system to drop, which causes us to get sick more often. um, Headaches, any sort of pain, um, changes in our appetite, whether that be our appetite decreases or it can increase. You know, a lot of people when they're under stress tend to eat more. um, And then changes in our sleep, whether we're, you know, not getting enough sleeping too much Mm, yeah um things like that Um, so again the physical symptoms are a little easier to recognize and those who love us usually recognize these first you know you're looking different you're looking tired you're gaining weight you're losing weight you're you know things like that um Some of the emotional symptoms, um, you may be doubting yourself. You may have this overwhelming sense of failure or guilt. Um, you know, am I doing enough? Am I doing this right? Am I really right for this job? Am I taking care of them the best way that I can? Um, you may have some loss of motivation. You may feel increasingly unsatisfied. Um, you know, this may be something that you love to do. And now that you've been doing it for months or years, you're just feeling, you know, kind of what's the point. Mm -hmm. Um, feeling defeated, kind of alone in the world. Um, you may get cynical, you may get bitter. Um, so, those are some of the emotional symptoms. And then um, some behavioral symptoms. Again, these are usually easy easy to identify, especially those that love us may notice some of these this in us before we notice it in ourselves. Um, substance abuse and dependency is a big one with caregivers. Um, they usually turn you know, can turn to drugs and alcohol to kind of cope and, Mm -hmm. and to numb when they're not in the caregiving role, just for some relief. Um, Irritability is another one. If you kind of feel like your, your fuse is a little shorter than usual. Um, If you feel more isolated, um, withdrawn. um, And then again, just kind of putting off, putting off things, some of your priorities, again, that lack of motivation. Um, So those are just some, some key symptoms Of of burnout.
0: Yeah. So, so I think those are all great and and they're absolutely spot on. I think Mm -hmm. we've all felt some of these things and, you know, we've dealt with some of these things. So, so how do we deal with it? You know, how do we prevent this? Because I think that's the best way to deal with burnout is to never get there. I think that's Mm -hmm. the key. I think it's, we're too late when we get there. You know, right. not that we can't get out of it, not that we can't regroup, sure, you know, and you have to do that when you get there. But the best way to not get burnt out is to not go that far. So how do we prevent yeah. this?
2: I mean, you know, kind of kind of the theme of our entire podcast, which is, you know, setting setting aside that time for self care, building in a kind of burnout prevention system, mm, yeah. um, similar to a way you'd, you know, prepare for a storm or prepare for for anything. Because we're gonna have times in our lives where a lot of things come up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. The idea that we'll prevent any scenario where we are overwhelmed, but having some of those things built in, having those good social supports built in, doing things that we enjoy and things that are meaningful to yeah. us. I'd, you know, and and taking that time. Um, I know a big thing I advocate for is taking time off. Man, if you have time off to take, take it. Mm-hmm. I, don't don't sit on it. It's not going anywhere.
0: That's one of um, my biggest things. And yeah, I, and I I'm, I'm terrible that. about that. Yeah,
2: I, I tell people to do that all the time, but I'm awful about that. I, I did take um,
0: PTO this week, though, guys. I did take job, a day. But you, I took it off work. <laughs> and I did, I literally took PTO to work this week. So yeah, I, it's, it's a struggle for me.
2: And so, I think sometimes yeah, too,
1: just, um, you know, it, it's okay to ask for help. You know, mm-hmm. I am someone who is like, if I want something done right and done well, I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but, but asking for help, you know, asking for someone, Hey, can you come sit with my mom for a little while or, or asking help for yourself? You know, it may be time for you to talk to, to someone who provides primary care to you and say, listen, I I can't do this by myself. I need to talk to somebody. I need to look maybe at some medication options. You know, they're, to, to ask, to to, to say, hey, um, you know, kind of breaking down that stigma of mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing so well at this and I need somebody to help me, sure. whether that be, you know, again, someone to help take off some of the load of caregiving or I need some help to better be able to take care of myself. Um, and that's kind of a little unsolicited plug for us. You know, if, if you are served by South Carolina house calls or any of the main street physician clinics, you know, we, we serve all of, all of those patients and, and, you know, we're, we're here to help. Um, a lot Mm -hmm. of our, we've got some psychiatric nurse practitioners as well. And, you know, if you, if you find yourself kind of like, listen, this isn't, this isn't, isn't going well for me, you know, it's, it's sometimes that's, that's what you need is to say, Hey, here's my white flag. I need, I need some help navigating this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, man, this is this, maybe this episode is for me because I struggle with asking (laughs) for help. Um, yeah, I'm terrible because I'm an Enneagram too. That's one of our, our, uh, Worst character traits is we don't like to ask for help, but it is yep. you need it. And it's yep. so easy for me to say, but so hard for me to do.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boundaries. I, I do a lot of work with boundaries with a lot of my mm-hmm. patients and, you know, it's it's okay to sometimes to say, like, thanks for thinking of me, but I'm not going to be able to do this with you. Or thanks, but no thanks. Or yeah. I don't have the mental and emotional space for this right now. Or yeah. you know, maybe next, like, it is okay, mm-hmm. you know, to say no to some things and to set some boundaries and, um, and, you know, you can do it nicely and you can do it, you know, in a way that it's not like, like, you know, no which that word works just as well but you know yeah. to say i just i don't have the space for anything additional mm-hmm. right now and that and, can be really difficult
0: yeah. and i've i've heard this said before and i just love it i think it i, I forget what it, what book it was from i'm i'm pretty sure i read this but when you're saying no you're saying yes to something else that's right. It's yeah. in, in the hierarchy. It's a little more that. important. So, right. So don't think of just saying no, as you're just saying no. Cause that's, that's a big struggle for me, but you're saying no, so that you can say yes to something else.
1: Right. That, and that something yeah. else may just be yourself yeah.
0: and, mm. and giving
1: yourself some time, wow, you that's, know,
0: that's, that's the words of the day right there. That, that's, yeah. Then that's good, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, so what are some of the treatments for burnout? So let's say, you know, we're a person we're there. We we're, we're in the middle of it. We've we've went too far. We've we've went down this road. We've let life kind of take control instead of taking control of our life. You know, what what do we do? Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, you got to make a change somewhere. Yeah. Um I've it's It's funny. I, in some of the stuff I've read about burnout and about building self care practices and all of this stuff, I, it it just, it reminds me so much of some of the other things I've read about addiction and that sometimes like we have to work ourselves to rock bottom to be like, wow, that isn't, that doesn't work. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I've seen that with colleagues. um, And I've, I dare say I've come close myself a number of times in my, Albeit still a short career, um, it's easy to get there, and so recognizing when you're getting there and finding a way to do something different, whether it's taking some time off to reevaluate what's going on, or yeah. taking time for yourself, or, or you know seeking help professionally, asking for help, whatever is going to be the answer for you. It's going to be different things for different folks, but you know, um, d- doing something, not waiting forever. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I know yeah. we've talked about this in in other shows but just finding someone that accountability partner, someone that's going to speak to you out of love and say um, you know, like you're not well or you're this is too much for you. You know, finding somebody that again is going to speak to you out of love and say, you know, you need a break um mm. or somebody that's going to say take Friday off or, you know, somebody that, that, again, knows you well, that you trust, that you can confide in to kind of, um, you know, check in with them Again, somebody that's gonna, gonna hold you accountable a little bit and, and who again would speak out of love and say, you know what, you look tired, you Mm -hmm. look this, you look that you're, you know, you're kind of headed down this, this place that's, that's difficult to turn around from and, and find somebody who again can, can speak to you out of a loving place and and kind of give you that tough, honest, honest love Mm -hmm. to say, you know, you need, um, something's gotta, something's gotta give.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. As, as we close this, this, this podcast out, talk about stress versus burnout guys. You know, there, I think there's a difference here and I love, I love this, this thing that you've put together, Sarah, you know, um, talk about the difference between stress and burnout.
1: Sure. So, um, stress, you know, that's, that's a word we toss around. I mean, it can be anything from, you know, a traffic jam. I'm a few minutes late for work. I'm this, I'm that, you know, it's, it's a, you know, it's, that's sort of a, you know, a, a, how can I word it? It's, it's more of an acute kind of situational based, you know, Oh, I got caught Mm -hmm. in traffic. It stressed me out. Or, Oh, I was late for this. It stressed me out. Kind of that acute, Um, you know, usually can be fixed with, you know, our favorite coffee, a good lunch, a chat with a friend. Um, but the burnout is really, um, kind of one step further from stress. It's, um, you know, it's, you're really disengaged. You have this feeling of hopelessness and helplessness and you're not motivated to do anything. Um, you're kind of headed in a depressive place. You know, all parts of your life are changing sleep, appetite, energy levels, um, you know, it's really something that's, that's each and every day, you know, we, we may have a stressful day or a stressful event or a stressful part of our day, but the burnout is really that in and out every day. You're disengaged, you're detached, you're lacking energy. I mean, day in, day out. Yeah. Burnout's kind of a place where you sort of live. Where. Mm-hmm. Stress is just kind of that acute, oh, this one thing stressed me out and I'm going to, you know, go to the movies tonight and, you know, feel better. You know, stress is kind of that acute piece mm-hmm. um, that's just life. You know, you hear people say, oh, just life. But the burnout is really a, a day in, a day out, a place where you find yourself, you know, that that, that you can't get out
2: of. Yeah, right.
0: And if you're if you're burnout, you're a professional caregiver, or you're just a you know a, a non-paid caregiver. Whoever you are, get help. Don't mm-hmm. first of all try not to get to this point. But if you're there, get help. Figure out a way to get out of this. I, I think it's so important that we care because we're not doing anybody else any good if nope. we're at this stage. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just not. You're not. You're not f- functioning in a way that's going to be beneficial. And we all want to be beneficial to others. We all want to help. It's such a noble calling to be a caregiver. But man, if sure. you're not taking care of yourself and you're burnt out, right? You're not doing. Then a you're great only.
1: Job. Yeah, you're doing. You may be helping that person, but you're doing more harm to yourself. Mm,
0: yeah, it's so good, guys. What's what's something you're gonna gonna change as we close?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, um, I'm going to practice, so I'm going to practice like daily gratitude. I think I've mm-hmm. gotten kind of lazy and like, oh, I'm so thankful for my family and I'm so thankful for my house, but, um, Brad and I were actually talking about this, but I'm going to start doing it 24 hours at a time. What am I truly thankful for that actually happened today? Yeah. Um rather than kind of the, the gratefulness of, of the, I call it lazy gratitude. Like, oh, I'm so thankful for, you know, my family. You know, that's kind of an easy thing, right. but really practice an and attitude of, of gratefulness and um, just lean on those who, who love me. Cause I have some, mm-hmm. some really great people in my life that I can um, really ask, you know, hold me accountable, you yeah. know, be the mirror that I can look into and, sure. and I can kind of check myself
2: with you. Yeah. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, Brad. What about you?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, just kind of bringing an awareness to to what I'm doing. I think, um, you know, I think I I kind of really need just to just to check in on how my self care work looks, and um, you know, maybe some maybe there's some things I can drop, um, say no to, to say yes to some things that uh, might be a little healthier for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know for me, I, I got it figured out as I was as I was offering this challenge of what we're going to do. I'm going to schedule a vacation today. I'm going to mm-hmm. schedule it. I've already got it got real real on my mind, a real one, <laughs> real. not, not to work, but I'm going to schedule a vacation. I haven't had one in a long time. So I'm going to get it scheduled today. So yeah. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to go anywhere, let me know. We'll,
2: yeah. <laughs> so, we'll link up.
0: So that's awesome. Well guys, thank you so much. And uh, man, once again, if you're burnout, get help. You know, yes. whether it's finding a professional, whether that's going to a friend, whatever that looks like for you to help, but man, get help, get out of that, that stage of, of your life and, and, and where you're at so that you can live a healthier life. So guys, thanks so much.
2: Thanks, Jamie. Awesome. Thank you, man.
0: Thanks for listening. And if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at the thrivingpractitionerpodcast.com. If you would like to submit a question or potential topics for the podcast, send us an email at jmprestonltchs.com. At you can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network the Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and the LTC University Podcast. Have a great week.